0: When it was first recorded in 1946, Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song was an instant success. It remains one of the most beloved American holiday songs. Cole was raised in Chicago and was part of a generation of exceptional Southsiders who would go on to dominate in their fields. Urban historian Sherman Dilla-Thomas joins WBEZ producer Sienna Greaves with more. So Nathaniel Adams Cole grew up in Chicago. How did those early years in Chicago shape him as an artist?
1: Because of the restricted racial covenants at the time, if if you were black, you probably lived in what we refer to as Bronzeville. And so that's where he lived. And he had access to uh the Bud Billikin parade and the Bud Billikin Band, right? He went to Wendell Phillips High School and Dusabu High School. And so uh, both of those places was filled with a lot of musical talent um his his teacher or his mentor is probably the biggest influence. Uh there's a school on 51st Street that's named after Walter Diet and that is the first musical director of both, both those schools. He certainly had a lot to do with the grooming of Nat King Cole. He ended up dropping out of school really early and uh went on to LA to become the Nat King Cole we know.
0: He was so talented, and that really was the foundation for his global appeal. In the 40s and 50s, he was popular with Black and white audiences alike. What are some of his career milestones?
1: Uh, He's certainly a uh, barrier breaker, right? He's the first to perform, uh, first African-American to perform on a lot of stages, right? Some some of those stages, uh, albeit segregated at that moment, right? Maybe they didn't allow for a Black audience, but, you know, Big places like the Copa and everything out in in L.A., right? He had his own radio show, the Nat King Cole Trio time. And uh, he also was the first black dude to kind of have his own uh, TV show, right? First black pop star.
0: But there was sort of a a dark side to that universal appeal, right? Tell us about some of those fraught moments.
1: I always say when you're the first dude over the hill, you're going to catch some arrows, And so, because of that, uh, society wasn't ready for what he was bringing in a lot of instances, right? The KKK uh, attacked his home in California when he would perform in the South. Uh, One time, particularly in Alabama, there was a plot to kidnap him. And then you know, sometimes you'll be told that you're not black enough, right? Maybe wasn't as vocal as others would like as it relates to black issues. Kind of reminds me of that movie, The Butler, and where Dr. King uh, admonishes the son of the butler. He says it's the quiet dignity of African Americans that often push the lines in spaces where, you know, being rough and tumble and revolutionary wouldn't get you in the door, right? So, you know, it'd be absolutely tragic to not consider him uh, a black activist.
0: So despite those obstacles, his ability to reach broad audiences persists. The best example of that being the Christmas song. How did he land that?
1: Well, that's another excellent question, Sienna. First off, the song was written in 1945 by a very dope Chicagoan Mel Torme. Uh, Nat King Cole certainly owns the song when he records it. He first records it in 1946. He records this different version in 1953. Uh, Nat King Cole finally lands on the version, the one we all know and love, uh, right about 1960. Uh, The song will become an instant classic. The really tragic part about all of that, though, is he didn't really live long enough to see uh, how his legacy would stand the test of time. Uh, He was a smoker, as I understand it, since the age of about 14, and he died of lung cancer at 45.
0: You know, I agree with you. The Christmas song is definitely one of my favorites. And growing up, the music of Nat King Cole, Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Armstrong would fill my home. And it's a tradition that I, I continue today. Why do you think that music endures?
1: For one reason, all three of those people have some very strong Chicago connections. And when it comes from Chicago, it's going to last a lifetime. But no, I just think it's the, the originality. I think originality even today is a, a moniker and a marker that will always stand the test of time, right? And no one at all sounds like Nat King Cole.
0: Sherman Della Thomas is an urban historian and WBEZ contributor. Thanks so much for joining us today, Sherman, and happy holidays.
1: Hey, thanks, Sienna. Happy holidays to you. Chestnuts roasting on an open file Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos.